0: Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state, this is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy little Friday, Thursday, Friday light, as I like to call it. It's Gatos and Chad Show. Ali in for Monsieur Gatos back next week. Uh, We start with the hiking world. And so we had a murder here in the valley. And I remember when we were first talking about it, Bruce and I talked about, you know, when they found it, 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 the story kind of evolved because when you hear somebody that was a hiker or outside murder, the first thing comes to your mind, somebody far away, rural area, nobody saw him or nobody saw him do this. This was none of those things, Alec.
1: No, it's North Phoenix, Scottsdale area. It's like we talked about a little bit earlier is that it wasn't too far away from a neighborhood and in, also including a Whole Foods. And the fact of the matter is, is that this happened, they want to say roughly at nine ten o'clock in the morning and on a popular trailhead. Like, how does this happen? Is Was someone hiding? Was someone stalking her? We don't know those things, but it is very eerie.
0: You hike alone and that we talked about before the show, and and uh, you know, for those of you guys who don't know, Ali used to work here as a one of our crack reporters, and and you went and worked in now in in, in the the fire world, but used to talk about you would go over and you would hike, you know, yeah. all over the place, and your family worried about. Correct. what was going on, what the potential was.
1: Yeah, no, and, like, I remember when my husband and I were dating at the time, and he had gotten me AirPods for Christmas, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't wait to, like, I'll, I, I live, like, right across from Dreamy Draw, I'll just, like, run the canal, and I'll get over to the mountain, and I'll hike, and, like, I I vividly remember like my husband was like, no, you're not using these AirPods for that. You're not going running by yourself on a canal and then going over to the mountain and hiking by yourself. And even still to this day, like both my mom and husband are like, okay, are you taking the dog with you? What time are you going? Like they want to know, like, am I safe? Like all that type of stuff. And, you know, is it the concept of if just you overheat and you pass out on the trail by yourself That's and no one, knows, no one knows where you are getting bit by a rattlesnake. We keep Which talking is about a big
0: terror of yours.
1: But also it is terrifying as, you know, a young female. Of what's going to happen if I go out on a trail by myself? Like, you don't you don't know. And the, to think that this young girl, she's. I'm 28. She was 29. Like, she's out by herself, went at a reasonable time in the day. She went early in a neighborhood and never never left the trail.
0: I uh, When I first heard it, I'm like, it's got to be a guy she knows. Somebody who is stalking her, right? You know, yeah. the guy that they... There's a picture of a guy or video. He's running. He's, he's, he's a person of interest. He's got a black hoodie on. He's got a backpack on. He could have just been passing by saw the body didn't want to get blamed for it ran away he could have been part of it but the, my thought was it's it's it, because it's right like the house There's houses right there.
1: Well, and, like, I grew up here in the Valley, and I think about, you know, like, when you live on a golf course and or, like, a desert landscape, and you have a beautiful terrain to look out in your backyard, you have those, like, fences that you can see through, and everyone worries about the coyotes coming through and eating your dog or whatever. But also the fact that, like, you could see, like... Houses could see through and over through this terrain and it's not too far from where she was attacked.
0: No. And you talked about you could see a Whole Foods from there.
1: Yeah. It's not far at all. And the fact that like they're not talking about her cause of death, but they're saying that there was trauma to her body. Okay, what happened? Was she shot? Was she stabbed? Was she hit in the back of the head with a rock?
0: Yeah. See, you figured they would come out with something more and maybe they think they have a suspect. But at the same time, people are going to be using this this area and the thought that you aren't going to tell somebody hey maybe there's somebody out there that might be hunting people or was this just a person walking by tried to assault her mm-hmm. it ended up where he killed her
1: well and yesterday when phoenix police held their press conference I, I i was listening to it and i heard you know a reporter saying you know does the public need to be like Scared? Like, is there someone on the loose? Like, or obviously they haven't announced an arrest or anything like that, but the detective had said, you know, like, me and my family, like, we're going to be hypervigilant. Like, if I were you, I would be on the lookout. You know, I, I'm going to watch, I'm going to be careful when I'm walking around late at night or whatever time. And it's just like one of those things where it's like whether we want to say that this person is in custody or not, which they're clearly not, but you need to just stay hypervigilant.
0: It reminds me of what took place in Idaho. Remember that? The yeah. killings there. And the first time that the cops come out, they're like, ah, it's nothing to worry about. There's, we, we, we think this was just this was an act of passion. And then it was like, well, man. Maybe there's some. And then it got to the point. It's like, yeah, you guys should all be terrified. There's somebody out there. It's like, come out and tell us what's going on somewhat.
1: Well, and I get it. Like, there's probably some information that they need to hold close to their chest to not, you know, jeopardize anything in an investigation. But at the same time, you also want the public to know the most up to date information so they can be safe.
0: Yeah. I mean, you don't tell everybody everything, but you should allow people to know uh, i wouldn't go hiking in certain areas i wouldn't go hiking alone
1: yeah maybe that's just like an uh, it should be a new rule of thumb whether it's you know someone's actually going to attack you on a trail which i it's horrible to even think of that as a reality but also just like the concept of having a medical emergency or you roll your ankle and you're now by yourself how are you going to get down the mountain
0: i often want like how many people do you encounter when you go hiking
1: it depends. Uh, I mean, if, uh, it depends on where I'm hiking, depends on what time of day I'm hiking. But I don't could,
0: hike. Like, if my plane crashed, that's the only time I'm hiking. <laughs> this this really, is not you, hike,
1: you really strike me as an outdoorsman.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I golf that's outdoorsy. Yeah, no. You know, but I'm not a hiker kind of guy. But
1: I, I would say maybe five people, a busy day, five, ten people maybe.
0: Do you ever think about it? Like, what if? Because you yeah. said you worry about the mountain bike hitting you or something no. like that. Those guys are the worst. Well, you guys yeah. Know who you
1: are. yeah. And like they come around the corner way too hot or they come over a hill and they don't see you, they could easily take me out. I would say that it it's a sad reality that if I am, you know, walking in a parking lot late at night, that I'm keeping an eye over my shoulder. Or that if I'm hiking by myself and it's dusk or really early in the morning and there's probably not people around, I'm going to be hypervigilant. Like I have bear spray on my keys.
0: There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know what? That's a one. Uh, I tell my kids the same. I do the same thing. I go out at night, you know, and 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 I look around because, you know, it's part of where I, I grew up in long, Beach. certain parts where airs just weren't good. You just, you know, they didn't male the or female. It, you, you, I, it's, it's, I also there's this
1: weird thing that I don't know if it was true or not, but my mom instilled in us very young to, like, be aware getting in and out of the car. Like if someone was underneath the car. Like, well, like movie. Yeah, like my like clearly very very anxious as a child that that made me be. But like, whats They're gonna cut my Achilles tendon. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> Have you never seen a thanks, horror movie? This is how they start. Thanks, here. mom. Uh, Ali that. is in uh, for Gato said, uh, of course, it is the May Fourth. So May the Fourth be with you, and it is officially May Fourth here in the state of Arizona, thanks to Fontes, uh, who is Secretary of State. Is was the acting governor, I think, yesterday, and he has now declared May Fourth. Well. Star Wars Day, not Star Trek Day, Star Wars Day. So be prepared for that. If you see nerds out there saying, may the fourth be with you, and you're like, what are they talking about? They're talking nerd. (laughs) <laughs> okay. I just want you guys to know that. They're talking I've never been on a date. <laughs> oh my gosh. Two seven seven five eight two seven. There's a
1: person for everyone. There
0: is. Maybe. Two seven seven five eight two seven. I want you guys to call that little five spot now. Let's talk about a story that we talk about throughout the day. And uh we are talking earlier about people who LARP through work. You guys have pretend meetings and you carry around papers and you shuffle them. Have you, well, how should I say this? Have you LARPed at work? Have you pretended to work when you really work? Do you have a go-to move? 277-5827. 277-5827. If you're at work, maybe right now, and you're pretending to work, maybe you want to call us and act like you've been on the phone, we'd love to hear from you. 277-5827. Five spots. Straight ahead. Getos and Chad show. And and <laughs> Brought to you by Parker and Sons Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical. A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Hey, You guys suck because you know why? You're working hard. That's our audience right there. Do you larp at work? You you told us you larp at work. I, I you gotta did push all the buttons? There you go. That's Pablo's fault I, I, on
1: that one. Dang it, Pablo! Just kidding. <laughs> He's already larping. <laughs> I I I didn't. I. I did and I didn't, and I can say it because I used to work here when I did it, but <laughs> as a reporter, I was hyper productive, and I would get my stories done most of the time pretty early, but as a reporter, I was still responsible for going live during the top and bottom of the hour.
0: So what'd you do between, let's say, 2 o'clock
1: and 3 uh, And o'clock. Martha's out there nodding her head as a news director. I would stay here my full shift, but in between my live hits, sometimes I was most of the time I was working ahead on stories mm-hmm. and trying to be super productive for the next day but I also might have been just like surfing the web <laughs> scrolling on the Instagram she's talking
0: about you have to have enough tabs up there that you know yes. right which one to go back yeah, to my
1: my my cubicle everyone could see my two monitors so I couldn't be like you know just like scrolling on watching Netflix at my desk but it's also like keep enough tabs open so if somebody walks by oh quickly oh Ally's looking at AP she's researching a story, whatever. Meanwhile, on the other tab, I could be looking at, you know, the latest trends with the Taylor Swift world. Oh, <laughs>
0: so then, I that's don't big know. Time. So these are people out there. There's so a bunch of people out there who are uh, say eh, about. Uh, I work about 88 percent, and the other twenty percent is theater production theater, if you will, at work. All right, uh, let's go with you, Heidi, who still works here, so be careful, because Martha's (laughs) roaming out there. Uh, She's milling about. (laughs) What's your go-to pretend move when you want to do something?
2: I don't know if it's considered LARPing, but reading news articles. Yeah.
0: That have nothing to do with anything you're reporting on. Well,
2: maybe they're not local, or maybe it's not, you know, good for radio, but it's my job to be informed.
1: Mm -hmm. It's something's on your your screen,
2: and you're looking
1: productive. It's me tapping these papers typing. I'm
2: doing <laughs> That's things. Her I just got to minimize TMZ real fast if That's someone... Yeah, yeah TMZ <laughs> about, and sometimes. I think
0: so-and-so's dating such, but I saw them somewhere else and you're like, well, let's check it out. All right, so
2: wise man. He, What? Oh, yeah. You're wise man. I know you've got it because I go in with you guys. You guys do... Di- what do you do? Careful what you say there, Chad. Uh, <laughs> spreadsheets. Large, unexplainable <laughs> spreadsheets everywhere. So
1: many numbers. <laughs>
2: so many spreadsheets. My job has nothing to do with numbers, but I got spreadsheets for you days. You do. You know why? I know why. Fantasy baseball.
0: Fantasy that's baseball. Speaking of nerds, fantasy baseball. But you know
2: what? If you have if you have TMZ pulled up on your computer, it's easy for somebody to walk by and be like, Oh, Heidi's looking at TMZ. She's not working. You walk by my desk and you see a large spreadsheet, you're like, oh, I don't wanna I don't wanna even ask what that's about. Or they
1: could ask and they'd be like, Steve, your job has nothing to do with spreadsheets. What are you doing right now? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Oh, I'm actually telling my sales from my side job that now is counteracting your work at your current job. But
0: see, because you have your Saturday showing sports, mm. you can say that you're prepping ahead. That's I'm, exactly what I'm doing. That's exactly. Now,
3: Pablo, I know what Pablo does. Pablo. Hey, guys, I got to go. I'm sorry. My son's calling me. I got to take this phone call. Yeah. I'll be back. You have a son.
2: <laughs> he doesn't have a son.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got to take a phone call for my
0: daughter. <laughs> is, uh, you don't have one of those either.
3: <laughs>
2: somebody. <laughs> I got to take a call
0: for somebody important.
1: Somebody's bound to call
0: him. He is. Uh, uh, yeah, he's a YouTube guy. We all are. We all do. I'll come in there. We. I watch soccer. I mean, I do work 900 hours a day, but I watch soccer. 900
1: hours. Look at that. program. I, I see when you have the soccer game up.
0: Yeah, we do. We go in there. Yesterday, there was baseball up, and then the soccer was up. That's what we watch. We do that here. I mean, I'm doing it for research. Like, Heidi, YouTube, right? Absolutely. I have to research the
3: corridos. You know, tomorrow night, Edgardo Nunez is going to be yeah, at, who's the tomorrow theater, so. night at the
0: theater. Uh, we didn't get to that last hour. Who's tomorrow night? Edgardo uh, Nunez. Nunez. Now, he's big here in, yeah. in, in, in Phoenix. Yep. Yeah. And, I but
3: I also, I'm on YouTube watching other people for research. They he, might not be in Phoenix, but he, I have to do that. He plays the
0: accordion, right? He doesn't play the accordion. He plays the accordion. Oh, he does. He does. Yeah. Oh, he's a double threat.
1: Have we built in our favorite halftime show? We're, we're talking about that?
0: Yeah, we We should talk about that. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about that straight in. Best halftime show ever. We're going to talk about that. Can't so wait. Enough. It's oh. awesome. That's Eduardo Nunez. Ed Eduardo, right? It's Eduardo. You're really building Nunez. that up. Speaking of uh, uh, the halftime, score the hottest tickets now in town to see Ed Guardo and the Suns playoff game. Text ticket just uh, right now to four one one nine two three. Register and listen for your name. Uh, Seven a.m., eleven a.m., and four p.m. could be coming up at any moment for your chance to qualify. So you better text ticket to four one one nine two three fast, fast, fast for chance to qualify for tickets for game three, four to see the Suns take on the Nuggets tomorrow night. That's ticket to four one one nine two three. Let's talk about the halftime shows: good, bad, indifferent, because there's some crazy ones out there uh, a lot of other stuff including uh, people voted off an airplane that's right voted off an airplane
1: all uh, in favor
0: all in favor say aye we'll talk about that straight ahead say
1: bye Bye. <laughs> wow look
0: at that she's got she's slinging him here it's the oh. and chad show <laughs> the hottest ticket in town it is the hottest ticket your chance to qualify Remember, text ticket to four one one nine two three. But right now, it's time for the qualifier today. Carrie Waring from Glendale. You've got 10 minutes to call 602 277 5827. Now, this will qualify you for game three or four tickets. If Kerry Waring doesn't call within 10 minutes, we're going to open up the phone lines uh, to somebody else. So if you didn't hear your name, you can still qualify. Text ticket to 411 923. And again, 7 a.m., 11 a.m., and 4 p.m. Listen for your name. Carrie Waring, right now, 10 minutes, 602
1: 277 5827. Kerry, Kerry, Jerry, It's
0: like Jerry, Jerry, but he's dead, dead. Oh my God. Oh my God. That was good. Ooh, ooh.
1: He is, though. Oh, I didn't, that was I didn't a good kill him. giggle. I, I needed
0: that. Uh, oh so, halftime shows. We know two of them, right? Who do they have? They've got uh, Ed Guardo. Ed, I said his name right. Ed Guardo? Last it's Not Ed was- You were close. Gardo, Ed Okay. Last,
1: last week it was uh it was mims <laughs> this, <laughs> this is why I'm hot. this is why I'm hot this is why that's that's the only part I know
0: <laughs> so and the, so we got him and then and and Eduardo plays uh, or Edgardo yes, are. he plays uh Corritos. Corritos. goridos what is that what are uh, are? Uh, like ballads uh, okay he's ballad he got uh, also music The game is tomorrow, so he's but he's big and tomorrow's cinco de mayo. It is. Oh my goodness. Are you gonna be hammered tomorrow?
1: Sir, I'm gonna be working with you on air. But Sir (laughs) Sir Sir (laughs) Sir sir, I'm gonna be working with you, sir. I don't know what you're drinking, but no, I'm drinking water.
0: I'm drinking water as well. I just you know, I know that people imbibe on this day on this this maybe after after hours. And we always have to remind everybody, right, Pablo? This is not Independence Day. There was some uh, stuff going on in Pueblo and the French in the whole nine yards. This is what we're talking about here, kids. All right. Do we get a winner?
2: Get out of town. Carrie,
1: Carrie, Carrie. Oh.
2: Carrie was very excited. Carrie, oh. is this you? Oh, no. I, I already. Oh, my God. Oh. We Carrie. didn't even get
1: to talk to Carrie. Uh-huh. You, I,
2: nobody told me you wanted to talk to I her. I thought you Why
0: were supposed we? to. We've never had anybody win.
1: That's <laughs> so exciting. Carrie, so, congratulations, Carrie. I want to know who she's going to go with. Is she going to game three, She game doesn't four? even know if she gets, remember, she qualifies. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry, wow. Carrie. You totally jumped I'm the boat. I'm so sorry. I'm fingers crossed, Carrie. <laughs> really rooting for you. Really, really rooting for you. You're bad at this. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. That's my bad.
0: <laughs> uh, so, Edgardo tomorrow oh night, and then you've got, uh, is there a game four? There is a game four. I don't know. It's a hip-hop group. I don't even know the oh, name of it. that's right. It I was... Uh, it's some is sort it Mims
3: of like... again? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad it is. <laughs> right? It's Mims.
1: Okay, so can we bring back the guy on the unicycle or the gal that flips the bowls on top of their head and stacks them?
0: That's, you love, you love. You were like earlier. She's like, man, the place goes crazy. And then there's a then dog, there's a dog jumping
1: feet. in the background. It is like so much going on all at once. High quality entertainment.
0: That's what we do, <laughs> man. They've not had, you know, it's like L. A. Obviously, you expect to get somebody big. I mean, let's be fair. What do they got? Twelve minutes, fourteen minutes, they can barely. Really can. Yeah. Who's from here? Alice Cooper. Okay, but Jim Blossoms did it last year. They're from Jimmy
2: Eat World.
1: I know she's done it. Jimmy
2: Eat World did it once, right? That's when they made the run. Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. Okay.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Paulo Paulo didn't look like he enjoyed that. Um, (laughs) What
0: about Uh, Stevie Nicks is from here. That would be yeah. big.
1: Yeah. That... Why
2: don't comedians do halftime? shows? I was going to
1: say, can we get David Spade out there? That's that's my second David Spade reference of the show. <laughs> I love You're allowed David. Three, <laughs> so okay. Use the third one wisely. I, I will. It's like your challenge. I know, I know. I've got an hour and a half. I need to face myself here. So, I... have
3: you seen the uh, Simon Says guy? I, I like him. I'm yes. entertained by him. You know Simon Says. I know what Simon Says. They put says a bunch is. of people on each baseline. <laughs> yeah. He's in the
0: middle. That's beautiful. So, yeah. We
1: miss the Golden Grannies. They haven't been here for a while.
0: Maybe not around anymore. Broke Don't hip. say that. Broke hip.
1: There could be a new generation of golden What's grannies. What's the golden grannies? What are they? It's, it's a bunch of older gals out there just in a cool um choreographed dance with golden jumpsuits on and sparkly outfits. And they have great dance moves. And the crowd goes
0: wild. <laughs> wow, that sounds awful. <laughs> no, it's awesome. <laughs> Oh, it sounds so bad. You're bad. I am bad. Uh, <laughs> speaking of bad, voted off a plane. This is perfect for us as we segue. Into I would this.
1: vote you off a plane. <laughs> I know you would. Many people would, and I'm totally
0: fine with that. But a, uh, well, this is a Frontier, and we've already talked about Frontier Airlines. Your mother's flown that.
1: She has, unfortunately. <laughs> she made it. Yeah, she was fine, but I'm just like, it's really not worth it, especially after they nickel and dime you with certain things. Well, yeah, because they give you, it's, it's 98 bucks. It's a super bucks. cheap flight, but then it's like, oh, well, if you want to pick your seat, it's this. If you want a bag, this. If you want a drink, you want an armrest. You rest, want to be
0: in the plane. Yeah,
1: It's like, how, it's like nickel and dime you, and then you, you may as well just have bought a Southwest
2: ticket.
0: But it's a bus in the sky, and what happens on buses is usually crazy. Case in point, this scenario on Frontier Airlines. The video posted to TikTok shows a full-blown argument between passengers on board a Frontier Airlines flight. At one point, a man even throws
3: money at another passenger. A passenger says that a couple argued with a flight attendant over a seat before being Removed. All this unfolded as the plane bound for Atlanta sat on the tarmac
0: on Monday afternoon. Ground crew members in orange vests eventually pulled the couple off, and watch what happens
3: next. Other passengers take a vote on throwing a third person off the plane
2: who they were arguing with. If you want her removed from the flight, please raise your hand. Travis
1: spoken I love
0: how they threw money at people. Yeah, and
1: is it coins?
0: Oh. Like
1: that's like how are you gonna throw dollars at someone? Like I mean are you crumpling them up yeah, and it throwing rain. okay, making it rain, okay, that. But like if you're gonna throw money, like I would I'm picturing like a handful of change at
0: someone. I I love this. <laughs> this is Frontier Airlines. I've flown Spirit one time and uh look at Steve is just Shay wiseman. Have you flown it as well?
2: Yeah, I found a twenty five dollar ticket from Phoenix to Denver. Wow. But like Allie was saying, I got to the airport, and you know, you go up to the kiosk to get your uh, thing, and it, it's $25 to use the kiosk to print your ticket. Oh, my God. So they were like, you have to get in a long line. So I was like, no, I want to do the kiosk. Then it's like, oh, you have a bag? That's another $25. Oh, you'd like by to breathe time. air on the plane? That's $25. <laughs> oh, you wanted a plane with two wings? Yeah, that's going to be another 50 And so by the end of it, yeah, you're basically paying the same price you would on a normal airline. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. I think I flew, it was probably like 150 to 200 bucks in the end. It was a $20 ticket price. They get you in the door. They yeah.
0: do. I went to Springfield, Missouri on the Spirit, and I sat on it, and I thought, these are lawn chairs.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, this, no. this, the, the, the equipment in this plane may not get us where we're going. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. so
1: hard, me. hard, hard pass.
0: But I like it. Could you imagine voting people? Because you know what, you could vote people. I because I, the guy in front of me had the worst smelling. He had like that expensive cheese that like that smells like a foot, <laughs> and it was just permeating throughout the entire airplane. It was disgusting.
1: I feel like um, the concept of airplane etiquette and everything that goes along with that, I feel like that has been tossed to the wayside these days. Was that COVID? Uh, maybe. I don't know. But I also will never forget when my husband and I were flying home from our honeymoon and I watched a woman popping pimples on the back of her husband's neck. Oh, my God. And I was just like, I can't. I can't anymore. <laughs> like,
2: Did you call for a vote?
1: <laughs> yeah. All I in sure. favor. All in favor, say bye. <laughs>
2: Bye, Felicia. <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh
0: Allie oh. in for Gatos. Uh, Gatos back next week. Ed Sheeran's going to continue to perform music because he got good news today in his trial. We'll talk a bit about that. A lot of other stuff still to get to. It is the Gatos and the Chad show. The Gatos and Chad show afternoons. Yeah, halftime show. That guy's going to be on the Yeah! Wow! would oh, no. have been a Heavy metal rock. Star. Thank you
1: for that.
0: Just deal with it, kids. Speaking of music, <laughs>
1: <deal> with <it. laughs>
0: I just want to let you guys know Ed Sheeran is going to play some music again because his uh, big trial He's came to free. an end, and uh, he he won. He did not steal. Any music from Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye's family did not sue this. Was, he was not part of this lawsuit. It was the co-writer of some of the songs that Marvin Gaye who did. Who has they, since passed. Who has since no longer with us. And the family's like, cha-ching! Because if, if a song sucks and it makes no money, you're not suing.
1: No. But clearly, they went after Ed Sheeran because they know that he's like,
0: and he's already been su- through this.
1: Yeah. yeah, and so now you're just cornering him. And good for Ed Sheeran saying, you know what? If they if they find this about me, they want to say that I stole this music. I'm done with music. Yeah,
0: he was pretty adamant that we he don't was deserve not gonna- Ed Sheeran
1: if that's what happened.
0: Oh, I know. I oh, we don't really deserve oh. him <laughs> he's just... He's, he's so, just he's a ginger.
1: He's adorable. Is he? I mean, like metaphorically, like personality, like his music. You know,
0: well, he's, he's going to continue to do his thing. Continue
3: beyond the copying of chord progressions or sheet music. This case to the family of Ed Townsend uh, had a, a, a racial and cultural aspect to it because they feel like uh, white musicians have misappropriated black music for generations. And here they thought they had an opportunity
0: to right that wrong. So it got into racism. This is insane. Enough of this. Just ridiculous. Ed talked about it afterwards.
2: I'm obviously very happy with the outcome of the case, and it looks like I'm not having to retire from my day job after all. But at the same time, I'm unbelievably frustrated that baseless claims like this are allowed to go to court at all.
0: Yeah. And he's, got he, a- he's got a... Yeah, but, he's got a point. And then they made it about Ed. Well, uh, and they made it about race. Well, it's because Ed's a white guy and he stole it from a black guy. And it's That's- like... Yeah, it was it, that is it, everything's about race nowadays. And it's so it, it's ridiculous. He gets to continue to do his music because he had threatened that if he lost this, he, he said,
1: said oh. he was done.
0: Yeah. And we we reserved the right to give him a, because for those of you guys who don't know, his wife has cancer. And his best friend just died over the last couple of weeks, I think. He's had a rough time. He's had a rough time, and then he's having to go to court. And he's playing songs in court, too, yeah, showing them. They
1: called it a micro-concert oh. during the last newscast. How
0: cool would that have been, though, if you're kind of sitting there and you're, like, listening, and you get a, you know, you're trying not to be, like, oh, but they're not the same you're time. You're,
1: like, secretly recording or something. Yes!
0: <laughs> oh, that's totally going to get out. That is totally... Glad he won. I didn't think he, I don't think he should have... No, we talked
1: about it. It's like,
0: unfortunately... Like blurred lines. You knew exactly what was going on there.
1: Certain tunes, whatever, rhythms, okay. But at the end of the day, it's like there's going to be some of the reoccurring songs that happen, but it doesn't mean that he plagiarized it.
0: No. No. And I'm glad. I'm glad he won. Uh, Arizona's lawmakers are, are... Should their addresses be private? That is, you know, because it was a Wendy Rogers who had to... Because where, where, for those of you who don't know, Wendy Rogers represents uh, a district that she doesn't live in, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Not trying to be mean, but she spends a vast majority of her time here in the Valley, and she represents... What does she represent? I think it's in Flagstaff. It's Flagstaff, right? And so she has a trailer up there, but she has a house down here, and people are trying to put everything together. She's not the first to do that. A lot of places... A lot of people do. Uh, but... Somebody showed up at her house, knocked on her door, and the ring doorbell picked it up. And then, you know, Wendy. Of course, I don't know if you guys have known this. She could be a little dramatic, well, and said, "I don't." Worth know.
2: mentioning, it was a reporter who showed up at her house, yes. not some rando, not some rando. She, she knew was, who this person was and thought maybe that person at any time could have snapped and killed her. It's kind of the
0: way she described
2: it. So she, she got, got a, a restraining order, yeah, against a reporter. Convinced a judge that she felt threatened, I guess, yeah. and that well, we don't know what this reporter is capable of. I yeah. could be in harm's way. And while I think it's weird to knock on someone's door, it's not necessarily illegal. Dangerous.
1: It's not dangerous, no. it's not illegal. Like you're literally just asking a question. Uh, last time I checked, don't sometimes people canvass neighborhoods to, yeah. you know, yeah. knock on doors and
0: ask for votes? I I will say this. I in, in wise man, you and I have had a conversation about. It. It's not illegal, but it does feel a bit wrong. Right. It's not illegal, but showing up like that as a reporter kind of scenario it just feels a little bit.
2: Yeah. But also she wouldn't have the reporter wouldn't have had to go to Wendy Rogers house. Correct. If she had answered her questions on the Senate floor True. when she was first approached. True.
1: And also, I think there is unfortunately or fortunately, I guess which way you want to look at it, is as a politician, there are different stipulations. You yeah. work for the people. You should be available to talk about these things. And if you're not making yourself available, they're going to keep asking.
0: Yeah. Maybe on Hobbs your doorstep. The other day, speaking of working for, did you see Hobbs the other day? There was somebody with a microphone and she just bolted. She is not uh, She is not good at this.
2: I think it's been something like four weeks since she last spoke. Mm-hmm. Publicly, uh, you know, took questions and stuff like that. I, her and Joe Biden,
0: they're running the same kind of thing, right? Because Biden, uh, he is, for those of you guys who don't know, Biden has done, I think, 50 press conferences. This time in Trump and Trump. And Obama's, they were well over 250. Wow. And, but, you know, it's, well, you, first of all, the press conference had to be earlier because he goes to bed early. Because he's older.
2: They so have to print the talking points. <laughs> they have to
0: print the talking points. That's why I forgot about that. Uh, Allie Party, a.k.a. Allie, in the house. woo <laughs> She gets it. In for Katos. Gato. Kato's back next week. We've got the 5 o'clock news expansion with Heidi. Oh, yeah, get ready for it. Woo-woo! coming up and uh, some other stuff as well it's the Gators and Chad Shoe